Welcome back to the podcast. Glad that you are with me this week here on the Love Well podcast. It's good to be back with you. Uh, yeah, it's Sunday on a Monday, right? Time to spend a little time together in the scriptures, uh, looking, and we're going to continue to look at uh, the book of James together and kind of wrestling through. You know, how do we how do we love well? Uh, this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, my buddy Todd's favorite phrase, "acta non verba," uh, so actions, not words. And uh, but before we do, got a couple couple things, uh, a couple quick announcements. Right, uh, want to remind you, uh, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to DanielMRose.com. Uh, everything that I write, uh, in particular the Knee Jerk Devotional. Drops in your inbox Monday through Friday. Uh, usually hits somewhere around nine in the morning, and uh, yeah, uh, it's every morning you get a you get an email that includes um, your uh, you know the, the text version, audio version of the knee jerk devotional, video version if that's if that's your thing. Uh, either way, it all gets dropped right into your inbox, and uh, all for free. And you get it all <clears throat> right here at DanielMRose.com. Uh, or you can give me a follow on Facebook, which is probably uh, if you're if you're watching this uh, live on on Facebook, uh, you're probably watching it on my page, so you're already following it. But hey, maybe invite another friend uh, at Pastor Dan Rose. Uh, if you go to Facebook.com and just do a search for at Pastor Dan Rose, uh, you can smash the like button. Uh, make sure you set it to, you know, notify you. You know, when I go live or uh, when I publish something, that's that way you don't miss anything. Uh, you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Daniel M Rose. Uh, that's a that's a quick, easy way to follow me as well. Um, you know, post, post pretty regularly there and, uh, you get a little more of my, uh, I don't know, weirder thoughts. So, uh, and then the video archive of today's podcast episode, it will, is available at youtube.com. Uh, if you subscribe to my channel, you will also have access to the beyond Sunday school, uh, video podcast and, uh, also, the daily knee-jerk devotionals. All of that uh, right there at youtube.com slash Daniel Rose. So, you know, hit hit subscribe there. And, uh, you know, maybe even ask it to notify you when, when new stuff pops so that you don't miss anything. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Other announcements, other things that you should be aware of. Uh, Tuesday night, down on tap, uh, as the weather gets colder, we are going to be moving on line. Uh, we have had a great time uh, over these warmer uh, weeks to be able to hang out on people's patios. Uh, thank you so much to our friends Dory and Jeff who have hosted us each on their patios uh, various times this fall. But now that the weather is turning cold, uh, we are moving that uh, online uh, into Discord. Uh, down on Tap is hosted by the Simple Theologians, and that's uh, me and my buddy Mike. And uh, so uh, we have our own Discord server uh, where you can come, hang out, talk about whatever's on your mind. Uh, but then Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, we will be 
doing a group video chat in the pub there uh, on our Discord server. So if you need if you need information uh, how to get it to our Discord, please let me know, and uh, I will make sure to give you that link. Just send me a private message, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Telegram, wherever it is that, that you and I may be connected. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Thursday nights uh, at 8, or Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern, I host a virtual book club on that same Discord server, and we are discussing Amusing Ourselves to Death by Neil Postman. So I would love love to have more of you join us. That's a great conversation, a great, uh, great way to connect with folks. Uh, so I think that's it. And uh, so as we as we dive in here, uh, our passage today uh, in the Faith Alive series uh, is James 1, 19 through 27. It goes like this. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, Get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So, there you go. That uh, That is... James 1, 19 uh, through 27. And you can see why uh, we're going to talk about acting on verba today. Actions, not words. Uh, because too many of us, too many of us, think that our words, uh, you know, display uh, something, something about us. Um, you know, it's like, oh, if I say... If I say this, then it doesn't matter what I do. Well, guess what? Your words speak way louder. Or your actions speak way louder than your words. Um, I mean, here's the deal. Our actions display where our faith really lies. That's just, that's just the reality of the situation. Um, so, so what's happening here? Well... You know, the, we open up, James is making a transition. Uh, he's now talking about what does it mean to have received the new birth from the Word, which we talked a little bit about last week uh, in verse 18. Now, for someone to live a life that is pleasing to God, uh, it, it was it's, it's, it's to pursue righteousness, right? I mean, this is, this is what, this is what James is, understanding of of how to follow God uh, is demonstrated. I mean this is this is what we see throughout the Old Testament. This is the expectation. Right? We talked about it last last uh, week. 
the last episode of uh, Beyond Sunday School, this idea that, yes, God delivers, but then God also demands, and he demands from us uh, to live a virtuous or righteous life. And, um, and so, you know, James says, hey, guess what? You out here demanding, telling people how they ought to live, uh, oftentimes in a really angry kind of way, uh, that's not going to produce the kind of righteousness that God wants. And you think about it. Think about our world today, right? Uh, how many religious people are just kind of out here uh, doing the whole, um, you know, angry, angry preacher thing, right? Fire and brimstone and all that good stuff. Man, that does not get it done, and that is not, that's, that's not, it's not what God wants. It's not what God's looking for. No, God's looking for a, he's looking for a life. He's looking for someone who's going to live a life that is virtuous. And if we're trying to live righteous lives, if we're trying to live lives that, that really honor the Lord, we're not going to have time to get out there and be all fire and brimstone kind of judgy, preachy kind of folks. We just, don't have, we just don't have time for that. James needs us to understand that, that we have the responsibility to get rid of the old self, right? Um, and he says, and he, he says this in, in verse 21, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the world, word planted in you which can save you. Now this get rid of language is, is take off. He's like, yeah, take it off. You have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to take off the old self. There's something new happening in you. There's something new going on in you because of the word that's been implanted in you, because of what God has put in you, right? There's this, there's this, new, there's this new sense of self. There's this new sense of being. But we have to remove the old self. Paul talks a lot about this in his letters, this, this new identity that we have. And so we have to, we have this responsibility to take off the old man and put on the new, to take off uh, the, the sin, the sinful nature and, and put on the new nature. Uh, this, is, this, is what, this is what we have responsibility for. This is how we need to move forward. This is how uh, we need to display the new life that is within us. Uh, so as we, as we do that, as we take off the old self, then, then we can know that we are humbly receiving God's word in us. One of the tests that we can do to see, you know, how am I, how we're doing with taking off this old self? Uh, one of the tests is, is to simply Kind of take a look. How are we doing with anger? Where are our anger levels? Right? Are we lashing out in anger? Uh, if so, then we are not going to be pursuing righteousness. Um, and this this seems to really be a word for our time. Slow to speak, slow to become angry. That's not the way our world works, is it? We all carry within, a, you know, we all carry around with us uh, these these megaphones that that declare out to the universe, to the to the known world, all of our thoughts and feelings. 
Uh, we, are, we are very rarely slow to speak. Most of the time, we are very quick to speak. Because often, even, if we are slow to speak, if we, are, if we wait, there is this sense that somehow we don't care about an issue or a situation, even though we are, even though we are trying to be wise and waiting. Our world is all about fast and first. And it's not about slow. But what the scriptures tell us is that what James is telling us is that, no, be slow to speak. Slow down. Slow to speak. Slow to become angry. Right? When we, when we are quick to listen and slow to speak, we, we, get, we get angry less. Because if we actually stop and listen, oftentimes what we find is that the, the thing that we are going to be angry about uh, is not worth being angry about. Or we gain this broader perspective, this deeper understanding of what's going on, and, and we realize that, yeah, there's absolutely no need whatsoever to be angry about it. But if we are quick to speak and, and, and slow to listen, then we miss out on a lot. So James is saying, just, just slow down. Just slow down. Right? So, Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. So how are you doing? Um, are, you, are you quickly angered? Are you quickly angered? Are you, are, you, are you really quick to listen? Or are you speaking a lot more? You see, I think when we actually take the time to slow down and, and truly listen to people, what happens is our empathy builds and our compassion builds because we get a better sense of their story. We get a better sense of, of what they're walking through. And when we, and when we do that, uh, we realize that you know, these are people who have been created in the image of God just like us. We realize uh, that their story is just like our story. And all of a sudden, we're able to love our neighbor and we're able to love our enemy just a little bit better uh, because, because we've slowed down, we've listened, we've heard them. And when we do that, our anger, our anger is subsided. Our anger gets curbed, uh, not not because, you know, not, not because uh, maybe we 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 don't think the issue isn't important anymore, uh, but but because we have a greater understanding, we have a greater depth of knowledge, we have a bigger perspective, and what happens then is our empathy leads, our compassion leads, our love leads. So we're able to speak truth in love. We're able to move toward our neighbor and our enemy in love. And that is rooted, that's really rooted in listening. It's really rooted in slowing down and catching more of their story. Now in verses 22 through 25, we kind of get, we kind of get to the heart of the issue, don't we? I mean, he, he shares this image, this illustration. He says, you know, someone who hears the word but doesn't do it is like a man who looks in a mirror and instantly forgets what he saw. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, we, we, we would say that person has, has something seriously wrong with them. If you look in a mirror and, and immediately you can't remember what you saw in it. Says this is what happens if if we if we are hearers of the word but not doers of the word, right? We 
when we come in contact with the Word of God, when we come in contact with the Scriptures, when we are hearing it, that's great. That's great you go to church. That's great you, you listen to this podcast. That's great that, that you listen to the Scriptures or you hear people teach about them. But unless you're doing something, unless you're responding to it, unless you're actually taking this love your neighbor, love your enemy, and, and, and living it out, James is like, man, that ain't it. That isn't it. Because here's the thing. Belief and faith are different deals, right? And we'll get more into that uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, but, but quickly, belief is just intellectual assent and faith is action-oriented. If we want to experience the life that is promised by the gospel, we have to do something. It's not just saying you believe it. It's not just hearing the scriptures and say, oh, amen, amen. That is, that is not it. It's about hearing the scriptures. It's about hearing the gospel and then having your life changed where you actually love your neighbor as yourself, where you actually love your enemy. You pray for them. You, you ask, you bless those who persecute you. Guys, this... This is this is it. This is this is acta non verba, right? Actions, not words. How are you living? And again, this is a word for our time. We are living in a time where there are many, many who want revenge, right? Many who have been hurt or experienced hurt over the last number of years. Many who now feel like they're in the position of power. What are they, what are you going to do? When you gain power, what are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Is it going to be more of the same? Is it going to be more uh, just resentment, envy, bitterness, ugliness? Or, or is there going to be, or is there going to be change? You see, if we can take off the old self, if we can take off that that self that is that is rooted in in you know the filth and, and the evil that is so prevalent in the word in the world, and if we can accept this word that says go love your neighbor, go love your enemy, bless those who persecute you. If we can live that way, it changes it changes the world, right? And and he brings it home in verses 26 and 27. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their, on their um, tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. You see, our, our words, our words can undo so much. Um, our, words have, our words have great power. But, but by and large, our words have a power to undo our words, by and large, uh, hurt so much. You see, if we're just out there, and what James is getting at here is if you're just out here spouting about, oh, love, 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 yeah, grace, mercy, compassion, if you're just out here spouting that, but then in your life, doesn't reflect that. In your life, 
what what you see, what people see, is someone who is harboring uh, bitterness and resentment, rage, anger, then you're not a doer of the word. You're just a hearer. And your religion is worthless. So, so here's an example. Here's, here's the religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Right? To go serve those who are on the fringes, those who are on the outside looking in. Because that's widows and orphans, you know, in the first century. Uh, they had no power. They had no authority. They had nothing. They, they were on the outside looking in. Who are those people today? Well, still widows and orphans. Uh, maybe even more, right? Definitely more. There are, there are more, there are a lot of people on the outside looking in in our communities. So how do we go and care for them? How do we go and meet their needs? How do we go... Uh, and look after those on the fringes. Well, step one is we got to go. We have to go. We got to show up. 99% of ministry is just showing up. But it's a go thing. It's not a talk thing. It's not, it's not just talking about it. It's go, do it, live it out. So... What are you doing? What are you doing about your faith? What are you doing about your faith? How are you living it out? What what in your life demonstrates love of God, love of neighbor, love of enemy? That's the question, isn't it? That's the whole point of this thing. That's this is this is what is being asked of us. This is the challenge. This is why Christianity is hard and not easy. Grace is not cheap. The God who delivers is also the God who demands. But he's also the God who draws near. So, what are you going to do? How are you going to live out your faith this week? How are you going to go show up on the fringes? How are you going to go and look after the orphans and the widows in your lives? Consider it. Think about it. So, uh, until, until next time, love well, my friends.